Welcome to Doing Work, the podcast about business, life, wrestling, motivation, and a little bit of everything else. I'm Tim Hagen, the CEO of Bent Barbell Club, Bent Barbell Nutrition, and the Violence Academy Pro Wrestling School, and let's do some work. We are back with uh, episode two of the Doing Work podcast. I'm the CEO of Bent Barbell Nutrition, Bent Barbell Club, and the Violence Academy, Tim Hagen. Here with Chase Sams, and uh, today we're going to talk about uh, life questions, uh, basically the whys of what we do, what we do. Um, so let's start with our first question. Uh, notoriously the sexiest member of the Violence Academy, Chase Sams. Uh, I'll let it slide this time. But uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks, I appreciate that. Yes, yeah, yeah, not a big deal. You won't get charged for it. Um, so on the last podcast, we we kind of got into um, you were talking about your buddy Austin uh, Freeland and how buying that camera was you know one of his main life goals but he was going to put it off for money and uh the whole point is to me i guess was that life's too short to put things on hold sometimes you know because there's that ever pending doom but you got to keep some light you know in your life it can't all just be negative so um you know in your opinion what what do you do to to keep that light even though you know, well, it's it's coming. Well, there's two two ways to see it. Um, we're all gonna die. There's nothing we can do about it. So the way I choose this, so I have like a, I have the reverse of depression. Like everything I see, I see a good in it for some reason. So when I think that, that means I might as well try. Um, so my whole thing is regret is worse than anything else. Um, like, uh, I'll go back to wrestling a little bit with this, but like, I regret not giving it my all in wrestling. Like, uh, I only asked WWE to, for like a spot like twice and it actually worked out pretty good. Like I got to go to OVW and that kind of thing. But imagine if I would have actually pushed like, um, you know, how many times I, uh, asked ring of honor for a job, I think once, like, and that's ridiculous. In 12 years, and Ring of Honor was a company the entire time, I asked Ring of Honor for a job once when I wasn't very good. So, um, and regret, and I still remember that, and that's 12 years ago, and that's just not asking a question. So, the bigger thing is, um, I definitely always take the, the risk because I'm only here for so long. Like, so, uh, why wouldn't you? That's what I don't understand is when people are the opposite. When people... Uh, won't take the chances. I'm like, you're going to die. And it could be, it literally could be tomorrow. We don't know. So it could be tomorrow. So why aren't you doing whatever the hell you want to do? Um, I understand there's gotta be some safeties on that. Of course, like, um, I'm responsible for, uh, that little girl mine and that kind of thing too. So got to make sure that, uh, I take care of her as well. But, um, yeah, I'd say, you know, I don't look at that as a negative that we're all going to die. I look at it as a positive more so. As my cat tries to uh, eat, <laughs> yeah, eat Chase while, <laughs> while, we, while we're sitting here. <laughs> just took a chunk out of me. Um, yeah, yeah, because, uh, I mean, life is too short, and there's only you know a certain amount of people who, who do take that even for granted. You know, everybody thinks that they're going to live forever, uh, so they have all this time, but it's not always like that. Yeah, um, so I think people who are just... Uh, doing nothing that's that's the worst like uh if you're if you imagine like if you spent your entire life watching netflix like i i just can't imagine the regret like when i'm working i'm always working towards something and people say same thing about me like all you do is you work or whatever that's what i enjoy doing it's like a uh people who like sports or a contest i'm doing a contest so that's that is what i like to do Mm -hmm. so 
And that kind of goes into uh, one of these next questions. It's, it's about people being toxic. Um, and there's a lot of different ways you can be toxic, I guess. Like, for instance, doing that and sitting around doing nothing or, or you know, just causing problems um, for themselves and the people around them. But uh, do you think that people are born with that genetically to be a toxic person? Or do you think it's just, you know, a matter, matter of choice? Um, I think that uh, everyone has it in them. Um, it's a lot of learned behaviors. It's a, there are a lot of genetic choices. Um, uh, like my mother is uh, classically... Uh, enjoys to have things the hard way like things for some reason she wants things to be tough like uh she always spun everything in a negative light and my dad who i did not grow up with is the opposite and for some reason i got his dispositional life like my dad's never raised his voice he's never yelled at anyone ever like i know that's crazy but he's never yelled at anyone ever so i somehow got his disposition more so than i did my mother's which worked out really good for me but uh um, yeah, so I think it's a little bit of a mix of both. It's your environment, plus it's uh, a little bit of uh, how you cultivate it. So, um, and what I do is always cultivate the good side. Well, plus I've always had good, um, good results from doing that. Uh, like, I've never had a job I, I don't like ever in my entire life. Uh, like, I worked at the movie theater. Uh, I, I worked for uh, my brother-in-law, uh, like a ink cartridge place. Um, I, uh, worked for a chemical plant where I literally dealt with formaldehyde all day. And because I saw where that could lead, um, I was happy about it. Uh, I had no problems at all. So I think it's a little bit of both. I think you're born with a certain genetic disposition, but I think you can get either anywhere you want from that disposition. You just may have to work a little bit harder than some other people do. Yeah, I agree. Um, a lot of that too is, is, you know, that, uh, life's too short and uh, being self-aware about that too and uh, you're a person that is very self-aware a lot of the time that you know as long as I've known you and uh, how do you how do you keep so self-aware and and you know reaching for that light at the end of the tunnel even you know when things aren't going as planned or um, well see uh, I try to think that uh, I'm self-aware because I know I'm a human being and all the other people who have so all the things I've want I want to do other human beings have done and they're no different than me. Um, uh, they have different experiences and that type of thing. But, um, there's a, a quote from a movie that me and my sister watched a long time ago and we still love it to this day. Like it's been, I don't know, probably 15 years ago we watched it. It's called the edge uh, with Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin in it. And they get trapped out in the wilderness and, uh, they come face face. This grizzly bear starts hunting them basically like, and, uh, they don't know what they're going to do. And Anthony Hopkins has a quote in the movie. It says, what one man can do, another can do. Because mm -hmm. they talk about um, they're going to kill this bear. Like people have done it before and there's no reason that they can't do it. And I kind of see that with anything. If one person's ever done it, then why can't I? Yeah. And I've always thought that about like people, you can't be a professional officer. Why the hell not? Someone else has done it. Like if, <laughs> if anyone else has done it, I can. And I think, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about this and he says, he even says, takes a step farther than that. And he says that, uh, they tell him that someone hasn't done it before. Then he even is more excited because he wants to be the first to mm -hmm. do it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm self-aware because I know I'm a human being and I know that, I can do anything anyone else can do. And, uh, it's finding confidence in your ability. And I think that's kind of tough cause you have to, uh, you have to accomplish something, um, even in your mind. So it doesn't have to be like an accomplishment. Everyone thinks is a great accomplishment. It has to be something that you want to do and that you did. And like, I look back at wrestling and like, uh, I made it farther than 
a lot of the people I worked with, um, they all kept falling off. Even in training school, they all start falling off and I kept going. And then we were in our first wrestling promotion they would fall off and I kept going. And then I'd move on to other promotions and I'd become the main guy there. And I was better than a lot of the other wrestlers. And then, you know, kept going. I was like, wait, if I apply myself with something, I can be good at it. And so, um, I just try to switch to apply myself at other things. So, um, you need to do something to give yourself that confidence or find that confidence and everyone's done something of value. And if you've done something of value, then do something else of value and then something else and then something else and something else. And eventually you, you build yourself up where you really believe that you can accomplish all these things. So let's, uh, let's talk about, um, one of the first lessons that you taught, uh, the wrestling class whenever we first joined was, uh, Staying very humble on the outside, but super confident on the inside. And, right. You know, it, it, even in life that applies, but especially in the wrestling business for this one. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing, like, uh, I can't wrestle uh, or have a good match if I'm not psyched up or, like, stressed out. Like, <laughs> I literally, like... <laughs> stress myself out on purpose um, because uh, I need pressure to perform. Like I do my best under pressure. And so I have to tell myself I'm the best. There's no one in the locker room who's going to outperform me. I may not, even when I'm working with guys who are, you know, great wrestlers and famous and done more than me and all that, I say, they're not going to outwork me tonight. No one will. And that's the goal I always have. And I mean, that's kind of what I call podcast doing work Mm -hmm. because in my opinion, that's the most important thing. So if I take that one, um, instance and I, uh, I do better than everyone else, which is, there's no reason that's outside my grasp. So I'm going to do that. Um, and, uh, but then the whole thing is you need to have that confidence inside you, but you need to know, um, that it's also kind of, kind of bullshit on the outside. Like it's not that important. (laughs) Um, so, but your interaction with other human beings matters, um, it matters for your career, matters for life in general, and no one likes anyone who's just full of themselves. Um, it's okay to believe that you have talent. It's okay to say, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at this or whatever, but you never want to be egotistical. You got to watch that boundary. But inside, you should have the ego to help push yourself, to try to prove yourself. And mine was more, um, I got to prove it over and over again. That's what I always try to do. And I actually would get in trouble for that. Like one of my trainers, Rocky Reynolds, uh, I remember one time we came back and we were like working some small show somewhere, you know, 30, 40 people. And he says, you need to save your pay-per-view performances for the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Like, because I would go out there and I would just all out all the time. And I never quit that. And it could have been a detriment for my career because I was taking, you know, German suplex off the top rope and laying on my head in front of 30 people and stuff. And I try to teach you guys not to yeah. do that as much. Um, try to learn from what I did. But I just had that inside me where I was like, I must be the best one at these little tiny things. And you realize you can be the best without killing yourself more so. Mm-hmm. You definitely got into teaching us that and I think uh, a lot of us in the uh, in the academy have really taken to that lately if not the past month of <laughs> trying not to kill ourselves every single time and taking those hard bumps and punching out little bump our bump card too many times you know what I mean well it, it'll it's almost self teaches you because I never was in the ring as much as you guys were you guys are like you're where you've been there not even a year yet and you guys are probably where I was at four years in because I didn't have the opportunity we wrestled at least once a month but that's it and you guys wrestle twice a week yeah it's amazing so you guys have really you're advancing quicker than me um, which will be good especially for old people like you and Antoine I mean technically you're old in there I'm I'm the third oldest who's older than you Antoine and uh, Dustin oh I didn't know Dustin was older oh yeah he's an old ass man alright well yeah see so you're learning quicker um, which is good Uh, 
So hopefully you won't punch your bump card as many times. Right. So, well, you don't care anyway. No, Freaking no. cards destroyed. No, that's fun. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> burn it on, burn it on down, boys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so you know, try to learn quicker. Um, that way you can save. Like again, you only have so so much time uh, yeah, we'll on Earth anyway. So you got to kind of balance that because we're talking about hey, uh, I've only got so much time, but then we're talking about being cautious too. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, so you got to kind of find your balance in it mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I was out of balance for a little bit, uh, so hopefully I can help teach yeah. people not to lose that balance. So. Well, there's that quote that I love uh, by Hunter S. Thompson that's like, uh, "Life should not be uh, a journey to the grave with the intentions of." of uh, showing up in a well-preserved body rather than skidding in sideways in a cloud of smoke, proclaiming, "Wow, you know what a ride!" Yeah, and uh, I take that to heart, but I'm trying to, you know, be around for, for a while. So <laughs> yeah, I need yeah. To relax. You want to bounce that out? Like you're just now getting to like uh, the fruits of your labor part, like, right? So yeah, you don't want to be gone before you get to enjoy the stuff you've worked for. So that's a, another thing uh, that we were talking about all the you know, all the chances and and things that we have that a lot of people don't have. I mean, we have a 24-hour gym in our wrestling school. You know what I mean? We have uh, all those connections. We have the nutrition brand that will help us, you know, get our bodies where we need to be, um, get our mind right. Well, here's the thing with that. So you guys miss that. The entire world misses that. You know how many people complain? Like uh, Gary Vanderchuk talks about this. It's like one in 43 trillion is your chances of being a human being. Now you take those, you take the other equations. Now being uh, a white male in the United States of America is of all the varieties of humans with the most leg up white males in the United States of America have the biggest leg up. I mean, we've never been held down ever in our entire history. Uh, I'm Irish. So we had a little bit of trouble. The Irish did, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, but nothing, I mean, look at just women as a culture. They they couldn't vote a hundred years ago. Like it's about a hundred years ago that they couldn't vote. So that's ridiculous. Like in, uh, in America, you know, 150 years ago, people were slaves. Um, and we, we've never as uh, you know, a white male ever experienced that. So we're super, we should be grateful that we get this advantage. We have a huge advantage. And even, you know, um, of being in this age where we're making a podcast right now on my phone, (laughs) any thoughts we have, we can broadcast to everyone in the entire world within 10 minutes of having them. Mm -hmm. And people don't appreciate it at all. Like, um, there's a, what's his name? Uh, Louis CK, uh, cash, uh, Cole cash told me this because he's like, you're the only person this joke doesn't apply to. He said, uh, people will be on an airplane and they'll go up and the, their text message won't send or something. He's like stupid piece of junk. And he's like, and they're mad. He's like, they don't realize how spectacular it is that you can yeah. type something, send it into outer space and send it back down to the exact person that you picked. Yeah. He's like, there's no like gratitude for that. Yeah. There's no like, holy shit. This First is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, what's funny is, um, there are very few non first world problems. Uh, someone you love dies. Right. That's Those a real, serious that's situations. a real problem. Um, you're paralyzed. That's a real problem. And really like, um, your car's broken down. You run out of money. You, these are all for, mm-hmm. I mean, I know those don't sound like first world problems. They are. You're in a million United States and you have nothing. Someone will help right. you. You can't pay your phone bill for God's sake. Yeah. You can't get on Facebook for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like people don't realize and they think, oh no, I'm, I'm the most miserable person ever. This right. is the worst life ever. Um, whenever you think it's the worst life ever, uh, look at some of the other countries where people <laughs> yeah. uh, like, 
Or somebody uh, down the street with cancer. Yeah, someone who's dying um, or, uh, you know, someone who's lost everything. Um, and that's a real problem. So, yeah, that's not that. So it's not just a wrestling student problem. Like, it's everybody. Right. Um, and to back to not taking those chances when they're right there in front of you, when we're not being held down, is kind of shitting on everybody who couldn't have taken those chances, say, 30, 40 years ago even. Right. You know, like, do that. Live your life. Well, it's like uh, um, I give you guys a speech about working out and stuff like that. And, right. like, because there could be a chance where WWE comes calling for one of you guys and they go, oh, you're a really good wrestler. I like your gimmick. You just don't have the build we want. Right. And, like, that will suck. Why don't you tell yeah. them uh, the first time you told me that? Why? Uh, and you uh, teared up a little bit like a, a little yeah. baby back bitch. <laughs> I was talking about it, and I I was literally thinking about it. And I'm like, so WWE calls. They want Chase or whatever. And I feel like I would be a failure as your trainer that if I didn't like uh, tell you you're to get in shape to learn all these things or whatever. And they go, and they go, and you come to me, and you go, why why didn't you tell me? I would be living oh. my dream. Are you I, to tear up yeah, right now? Yeah. I'm like, I would be living my dream, but you didn't yell at me to do right. that. Right. Sir, you know, so uh, and that's pride in your work too. You know, I mean, yeah, you I'm, take so much pride with those boys, not just you know me and everything, but the gym and the nutrition. Everything's your baby, and it shows. Uh, I mean, this is so. This whole thing is not about gaining money because I had a comfortable living before I did this. Like, um, I actually gave up. Uh, I don't know how getting too many deals, but I gave up. Se- I made seventy two thousand dollars last year. <laughs> this year, I will make. Um, probably I'll make less than $30,000. Um, I pay you more than I make. Right. So like, uh, like this month, last month and this month, I'm not going to be able to pay myself. So, so that, so it's obviously not about money. It's, I want to build this brand. It's something I want to do. So it's like a, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, investing in yourself kind of. Yeah. 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 Um, plus there's always, you can always do porn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the offers keep rolling in. (laughs) I go through them. I try to find one that's good for me. Most of them are just themed bad. Like that's the real problem I have. I, I want depth of character. Um, (laughs) but, uh, well, that's a whole nother podcast, but, uh, we'll save that one. We'll save that one. Stick a pin in that one. (laughs) But, uh, so, uh, check out our next one. Uh, we'll be coming out. It'll talk about the adult film industry and (laughs) probably not struggles with it. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing like yeah like they don't look at like all the drugs they have available now like you know before there was no viagra now there right. is like super viagra yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll get into that but uh thank you guys for listening again uh, and we'll catch you in the next one see ya